Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome along to episode 79 of the Sofa Manager Scottish Football Podcast. And on this week's packed episode, we'll be discussing uh, our annual away day to the League One playoff semi-finals. <laughs> um, an unusual pilgrimage to make <laughs> once every year, but nonetheless. Uh, so we'll be discussing the game of Stennis Muir against Annan Athletic and as well the scoreline in which saw Stennis Muir actually score more goals yes, than yes. Annan Athletic. <laughs> You'll be confused viewers and listeners but we'll uh, get to it uh, and we'll also be reviewing the Manic Champions League action from last week and comparing those experiences <laughs> to uh, our playoff experience uh, at Oakle View and there might be some quiz questions based around that as well. Anyway joining me for these quiz questions myself uh, the capillo carriage counter and again <laughs> that will make more sense later paul is our resident spanish football expert with a french name dario g hello dario <laughs> hello paul is dario g actually french uh, i'm not sure maybe he let's, did the, let's say so let's he did the it. french world cup song so it's, it's one we presume yeah, yeah we exactly. actually looked up his spotify the other day and a picture of you came up all right okay <laughs> uh, other host john brown confused us all um, and that you were actually down as Dario G on Spotify, <laughs> but it simply came from your Spotify yeah, profile, uh, yeah. friends and Facebook and stuff like that. <laughs> nonsense making. Anyway, uh, excited to have you on. Lots to talk about. I've, yes, yeah. I've drawn out my Barcelona kits, especially. <laughs> uh, and Darren has obviously donned an interesting kit as well. Yes, uh, Manchester City after victory. We are trying our best. And if you are watching the video, there's a few extra bits and bobs which are are very exciting as well, and we're <laughs> very pleased to show up. Anyway. Let's just crack straight on, shall we? Yep. So, uh, I think we'll cover the Man City thing later when we talk about the Champions League, because that fits mm. into yep. to the Liverpool thing. So, uh, first things first, we went to Stennis Muir versus Annan Athletic. We sure did. The yes. second leg of the League One playoff at Oakleview. Uh, Stennis Muir sadly crashing out. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. We'd like to see them get through, but I mean, at we the always same seem to support the losing team. Yeah, <laughs> we went to see Sterling Albion against Peterhead last year. Yep, um, which was a, a kind of drab nil-nil. It was, yeah. Affair. Yeah. You this... always felt like Peterhead was going to do it last year. I know, and they didn't. Yeah. And Stennis Muir did it last year. <laughs> and of course, we didn't go to those games. No, we only got the That'd league be one. Silly. Oh, yeah. of course, <laughs> we only got the league one semi-finals, guys. Why would we got the finals? There's too much glory. There. We are, we are humble men on the sofa manager Scottish football podcast. Uh, we did remark though they won their league in dramatic fashion. Yes, true. Uh, yeah. Lifting a trophy where many haven't. Mm-hmm. That happened, yes. Aberdeen Very for good. some time. Because <laughs> they won at Celtic Park, so. Like 1990s. Yeah. Aye, so they beat Queen. Did they beat Queen's Park on the day? I think uh, they yeah, they must have. Uh, yeah. You'll know if you follow us on Instagram. <laughs> funky golden graphics. So that was cool, lifting a trophy at Hamden. Uh, but anyway, uh, were you excited about the day, Dan? Uh, a League Two, a League One side. I was just interested to see how the game would go because obviously, we went, as you say, we went to the League Two game last mm-hmm. year. So it was interesting to see how that was compared mm-hmm. to uh, the League One game this year. But I wouldn't say. Like the first half was really good. I, I thought it was really entertaining. Good end to end football two at goals times. In the first half, yeah. yeah, first half. Muir's goal I was really impressed by. Uh, I thought their goal was really good. Uh, out with that, hitting the post, I can't really remember much else that they'd that done. That was quite early on, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, that was quite early on. But uh, Annan, I was really impressed by Annan. I they were great. I was impressed by Annan as well on a number of fronts. Yeah. Um, good football. I think going back to your Stennis Muir goal, it was, a, it was about the only good passing move yeah, uh-huh, they put yeah. together, and there was a bit of a stramash even at that to finish it off. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Um, 
But I, it was it was interesting because we've seen Stennis Muir on a number of occasions this season. Yeah, yeah. and that well, I've I've seen them that be the third time. Mm. I watched them play Airdrie earlier on in the year. I think they they lost that game, but Airdrie were quite strong in the league at the time, at the time so it wasn't yeah. surprising. But they didn't look too bad. Mm-hmm. And then we saw them against Aberdeen. Aberdeen, yeah, and that Scottish yeah. Cup replay. Some that was a hard game for them. Some it? different conditions. Yeah, um, as well. <laughs> I was very excited, clapping away. <laughs> If you go back to that fangirl, <laughs> yeah, episodes doesn't cover me in glory. Um, but they didn't look too bad there. No, no, no. Some horrendous own goal work, but you know they That's held true. Aberdeen for a long period of time. Yeah, and got a goal mm-hmm. um, as well. So to go from that and the heights of like knocking Falkirk and stuff out this season, mm. that's true. All the way down to this, and it it really looked like a team that just yeah had nothing yeah. left in the tank. I know, I they didn't really come out with a lot of. I don't know. I felt like they never really had a much going on when they came out. Felt like a beaten team from the start. I they kind of like, did. I yeah. would agree. It wasn't. It wasn't the performance I expected of a team on the cutting. Yeah. And to be honest, it reeked of a team that didn't expect to get up <laughs> last true. season. Yeah. Uh, perhaps it was interesting though. Some some of the bigger names. I've had to write them down because. <laughs> uh, Mark McGugan. Uh, the number nine, yeah, um, yeah. who's one of their bigger stars this year, scored the goals against Aberdeen. Mm-hmm. We barely saw him. Uh, I know he was really quiet yeah. in the game. Looked yeah. more concerned about his hair um, <laughs> on some of the occasions, which is surprising because the number twenty-four, yeah, that's true, striker yeah. who who very much reminded me of Lee Miller. Who uh-huh, clearly yeah. was concerned about his hair, <laughs> but had about a had about a go about him a bit. Of skill. He did, yeah. yeah. Away fans hated him. <laughs> hated him. Uh, he was getting all the abuse. Uh, but I thought he he was probably the Stenny's best player. Yeah, yeah, he definitely could. Gave good effort, anyway. He yeah. did a, a bit of a bit of control, a bit of passing about him. Cause held he held up the ball, all right, too. Yeah. I agree with that. And my favourite. <laughs> Hold on, I'm I'm very skilled and talented about this. Cameron Bredner, the number twelve. Number twelve, yes, the, that was the one you commented on. Yeah. The wide player who had a bit of dribbling about him. Mm-hmm. Um, Just lack of finish. Last last product, really. Product. Like, like, Eighteen year old though. Oh, is he? So right. I did wonder, ah, yeah. I think we could see big things he was younger, but... from Cameron in the future. Yeah. Uh, Mark McGugan's interesting because he was spotted playing university football. Right, okay. So I'm intrigued to know what he does because uh-huh. he's uh-huh. obviously a graduate of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw him, Dumbarton's Craig Barr as well, got a financial qualification going part-time. All right, so okay. he's probably a big hitter in the stock markets. <laughs> John Brown will be pleased with <laughs> Um... And I, Greg Hurst was the flair player. He used to play with St Johnston. Ah, right. Okay, so there's yeah. actually some, uh, some yeah. He big was names. good. I was impressed by him. Yeah. yeah, on the park. Sadly, we didn't get to see our favourite French striker, <laughs> who we've come across more often than not. Uh, yeah, quite a lot actually. Yeah. And uh, Christian Nadi. Christian Nadi, yes. Yeah. Oh, Nadi. <laughs> I put that song on Instagram stories. Oh, well. did you? Yeah, people yeah. that. The man doesn't lose any upper body mass. Oh no, definitely Every not. Every time you see him, like. Every time I see him, he's looking bigger. Huge. <laughs> Absolutely huge. Uh, sadly, didn't see him on the park. So mm. It looked like at one point he was coming on, he was taking the top off. Did you see and that? Then, yes, and then it went back on again. And I was like, oh, that's <laughs> I think he just assumed. <laughs> Two like, minutes remaining. <laughs> ah, it's 80 minutes. This is when I'm subs on. It's like, no, Christian, there's been three subs, mate. That's all we're allowed to make in Scotland. He yeah. says he enjoys it here, though. I watched that bit. Yeah. Uh, you were talking about it on the tennis. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, he's... 10 years or something he's been in Scotland. But yeah. like he was talking about what leagues have you played in? The Premiership, the Championship, League One, <laughs> League Two, Scottish non- amateur football. Non-league. Guy. Like, have you got a bingo card <laughs> on the go here, mate? Along with like the Cypriot League and the like Indian Premier League. I was like, mm. I know. this is bizarre. Uh, but sadly, didn't see very much of him. No, no. Uh, we were very much, you know, in the Lions Den. That's um, true. Yeah, we were. Yeah. As we approached the stadium, Darren and I were kind of remarking, "Oh." 
Annan. <laughs> you know, he must bring, what, three and all, a half people? Their, yeah, exactly. All their fans. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Never expected that. So we walked to, walked to the far end of the stand, which is where I sat before against Adrian Yeah. You know. It's a, it's a league one, league two affair. There's n- mm. there's no segregation or anything like that. It's, mm. You know, when I went there before, there were still steady fans and stuff. Mm. This was the Annan section. <laughs> uh, Very much, much felt uh, like it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. not that we were bothered about that. We weren't no, no, too no. partisan either. We were probably yeah. more Stennis Muir yeah, biased. By the end of the game, massive Annan fans. <laughs> yeah. All the way we... They were we, really good to support, though, for Annan, to be fair. Huge. Yeah. Uh, really f- friendly people. Like The whole village had come out. It must have been it nearly like that. the whole yeah. village. Uh-huh. Uh, total attendance of nearly 800 people. Mm. Uh, 100 to 150 probably of which were yeah, I'd say so. fans, yeah. I guess. Uh, but it was nice because, you know, the chairmans and that were all out in their suits shaking everyone's hands like, oh, dicky, you know, <laughs> good on the road up, you know. Um, and all the merch they're selling as well. I know, I, I was amazed. Everybody was kitted out and everything, weren't they? Um, it's one thing I remarked about watching the uh, the Liverpool game in midweek. Ah, yeah, yeah. Because there was a guy, as soon as they scored that, I think that surprise goal when Alexander Arnold got up Corner. in his like, uh, Canada Goose jacket, you know, the oh, right, yeah, yeah. Like, anarchy thousand one. pounds thing to, uh-huh. to video the game. <laughs> no, these guys were rocking about, I wish I'd, I'll maybe drag it out a bit later on, but I've got this uh, Pro Star oh, right, tracksuit okay, yeah. top from my <laughs> uh, Scotland International B right, yeah, uh-huh. flag football days. <laughs> <laughs> It's just it's one of these old tracksuit tops with like mm. the the cuff really high, right, and like okay, the, yeah, yeah. the high collar. I mean, they only did things in straight lines in those days, so it's <laughs> kind of very blocky. Yeah, but they all had you know that sort of junior style. Mm. Uh, some of them had they all had scarves and kits and things like that. Yeah, they did, yeah, yeah. Uh, so a, a community that clearly really loves their team. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, They've got a great chance of getting promoted. So well, do you know what? They haven't been beaten in eight. Mm-hmm. Um, they look like a team that's definitely up for it and in form and Absolutely. really want to go for it, which is obviously where you'd want to be. So I think you know their, their defense didn't really look too troubled. No, they didn't. No, the centre backs looked pretty solid, to be honest. So I could see. It did their yeah. centre back scored, didn't he? He uh, did. So. Uh, and they were buzzing about it. Like, yeah, every, it was an amazing. <laughs> I thing. think like, they, were, they, they were even shocked at it. Every player that came out got a big cheer for the fans, even the yeah. subs. Uh huh. Like, yeah. Like, wait, wait, wait. And then the first team came out. Like, wait. You yeah. like the subs more than you do. <laughs> You know, incredibly motivational crowd of people. Which to go from that, uh, mm. to go from Falkirk to that, it's a real, it's a real eye opener. Eye opener, <laughs> it is. I must say. Um, so no, great uh, bunch of people. Uh, we were. Who was our star man for them? Number eleven. Eleven, yeah. Chris Johnston, short winger, mm-hmm. uh, over sixty appearances for Kilmarnock, mm-hmm. handful of years ago, uh, which makes sense. Crosses on the left, crosses on the right. <laughs> um, so he's probably a star man for them, but again, the defence. Yeah. Um, and everyone loved a wee wind-up at Graham Smith. Oh, I definitely, yeah. Remarks yeah. such as, oh, your your flag is working now, <laughs> Very witty, great. Yeah, <laughs> it was good time, it was good luck. Great times. Um, unusually for myself as well, entered the 50-50 competition, mm. which I never it's do. It's not like you, yeah, it's not like you. Never do anywhere else. And it did that go? Badly. Yes. <laughs> I wasn't even remotely close. But the thing was, the winner got, what, 167 or something like that? 167 pounds. Now, yeah. assuming 50-50 competitions, half the money goes to the club, half the money goes to the winner. Uh-huh. You know, that's 300 quid. I bought two tickets. Yeah, that's right. There was about 100 people entering that competition, and I yeah. still got nowhere near it. Like, <laughs> yeah. to the chances. Yeah. Uh, we're so annoying, but um, one thing I asked because it was uh, quite an interesting set of 
playoff games that day, Clyde's have gone through against Edinburgh City. Yeah, quite interesting game. Yeah, uh, to play Annan in the final mm-hmm. um, of those fixtures. We wish them all the best. Um, Queen of the South came through against Montrose. Stephen Dobit. An emphatic <laughs> fact. It's like it's crazy how much an effect one player I know. can have on that. He got arrested the first game, I'm sure. So. Well. Yeah. Should have arrested him in between for the Montrose hopes. <laughs> um, unfortunately, my brother was saying today that you know Rangers should just sign him just to have for like cup games and stuff like that to stick them in. I was like, that's true. They've got Jermaine Defoe. He does exactly the same thing. He says, nah, Stephen Dobie would score more goals in the Scottish League. I think Jermaine Defoe in the Championship would do all right. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's broken a record in scoring forty-three goals. Oh, has he? Ah, right, um, okay. In this season, which is. It's crazy, it's insane, it's twice he's the amount. scored like six hat-tricks or something this season, eh? Absolutely, because well, another one in that, that yeah. playoff game. Um, and as well, we had Cove Rangers um, thumping uh, uh, Berwick Rangers. Berwick Rangers. Berwick. Uh, so everyone's been commenting, send them back to England. <laughs> uh, which was an interesting point, I was like, would they go into the Lowland League? Yeah. Go into the Lowland League. Um, but it's it's awkward that because it's a team coming out of the Highland League mm-hmm. and Berwick can't exactly go and play in the Highland League. That's true. Yeah. You know, I think Inverness or Ross County have said they'd play uh, Colt teams. But a question I would want to ask is that should they change the format of the Premiership playoff, which is something we've discussed greatly in this podcast before, yeah. of uh, third plays fourth, fourth, or the winner of that plays winner, second, yeah. the winner of that plays the Premiership team, and mm. it gives usually a bit of an advantage to the Premiership Bearship, team yeah. not playing midweek. You know? mm. Whereas this, you know, everyone's on the same level, on the same footing. They do it throughout the, all the other playoffs apart from the uh, uh, the bottom of the League 2 one. Mm. Um, do you think it's an idea to look at? Uh, I, th- I think it's always an option to look at. It, it's... I quite like it in terms of... Uh, gives, like, for example, we went to that game at the weekend, Annan did look like a team that were obviously fired up for it because they've been doing well in their league. Mm-hmm. Stesby, on the other hand, <laughs> looked very different. But yeah. I, I quite liked that, having the team in the League 1 playing off against a team in League 2. Mm-hmm. And to be fair, they are... So I'm guessing Annan came fourth in the league, is that right? If uh, they played yes, Stesby. they did. So that's that's the worst team in that league in terms of playoff position. Mm-hmm. So fair play to them to go and beat the lower team in the uh, League One I, I think it's as you say it's, it's an option to look at I'm not sure they will go for it because I think they will always want to give that sort of Premier uh, yeah, Premiership team the sort of advantage in the games um, but we'll wait and see it might, might change you never know they might want to switch it up I don't know how long this has been going for this format about yeah, we will. six, eight years longer yeah. than that maybe I don't know yeah, I uh, like it again much for the same reasons um, as you as it gives a bit more opportunity Yeah, um, it gives a bit more variety as well you know and if a team is playing badly you know you're going to go mm-hmm. down and you see how much that meant to the Annan fans mm-hmm. definitely yeah. this is the highest they've risen in quite some time they, I don't mm-hmm. think they've ever uh, won any playoffs before apart from the yeah. ones to get into and they've been very close mm-hmm. uh, to go into League 1 in the past in their what, 13, 14, 15 years yeah. uh, gi- giving them an opportunity to get to the heights that they might never have yeah, thought they would have got to so, uh, so I, I would like it I think it would be a, a fairer system but you know mm. <laughs> it would uh, <laughs> can allow, we see it changing maybe well, not <laughs> it would allow smaller clubs into the premiership and people yeah. I was watching the terrace were already moaning about the likes of Hamilton and stuff like that so mm. it's a bit of an elitist thing <laughs> but weird at a time where they're thinking of expanding the championship to 14 teams mm. next year by the way Joe Falkirk <laughs> could have had like this Aberdeen syndrome of 
Aberdeen would have been relegated in the sort of mid to early 90s. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they expanded the league mm-hmm. at that point. So Aberdeen didn't get relegated. Yeah. Falkirk uh-huh. were one season too, too late. Uh, too late for that. Uh, or too early, I suppose. Mm. Uh, so they've, they've had it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which was interesting enough. Um, so aye, uh, good day out. Yeah, enjoyed it. Pictures mm-hmm. to go up on our Facebook page, uh, things mm-hmm. like that. I'll probably write a wee article at some point, John. <laughs> Maybe if I find the time, I'm not so sure. Uh, anyway, on a similar vein and on similar heights, the Champions League semi-finals, <laughs> uh, which of course everybody was talking about. And when I told mm. them, oh, what about the big game on Saturday? Everyone looked at me as if I had <laughs> eight eyes, uh, which is disappointing. Yeah. Um, eyes on the f- eyes of the footballing world and possibly just the world in general mm-hmm. on these fixtures. You couldn't move on uh, you know Wednesday morning and Thursday morning without hearing like a scouser on the radio or a Tottenham fan very true know, yeah every yeah. one of them explaining Alexander uh, or Trent Alexander-Arnold's goal yeah even uh-huh. though you'd seen it three times <laughs> in the news you'd heard it three times but everyone just had to get their own version across yeah <laughs> but uh, some sensational results oh yeah um Liverpool overturning the 3-0 deficit mm-hmm. before Tottenham getting the 3-2 uh, I think before we go into the sort of the implications of this, uh-huh. Darren is a fan of a certain Spanish team <laughs> that were involved in these fixtures. And you might see really? if you're watching on the video. <laughs> Some of my kits behind me. These are quite interesting because they're both shame, same shade of yellow. Yes, I particularly yeah. like my long sleeve yeah. orange uh-huh. to yellow. It's favorite. a bit different. Yeah. It's a large fitting, unfortunately. I'm a more of a medium and don't <laughs> comment how tightly I'm poured into my medium PSG <laughs> shirt. Anyway. A very disappointing result for Barcelona. Yeah, it was, yeah. Uh, but not a huge surprise. Uh, well, not from my point of view, but it's mainly down to the way that Barcelona defends. It's mm. that most times and not, away from home especially, their defending's just shocking, eh? And obviously you've seen that in that game. But I think there was a lot of things that happened in that game that definitely went for Liverpool. So uh, while Naldum coming on at half-time definitely made a big difference. Mm-hmm. Everybody thought Andy Robertson going off at half time was going to be a massive blow for them See, it actually Suarez went in favour I know exactly idea. yeah disappointing uh, from a Scots point of view and I, don't, I hope they don't look at that going forward to the final <laughs> um, but yeah I, I totally couldn't hold any grudges against Liverpool I thought they were outstanding I thought they were great in the night and at the end of the day if you're looking in football terms that's a great victory for Liverpool they totally sure. deserved it uh, done well done brilliantly to come back from being 3-0 down a lot of people obviously would have written them off to be honest even in my head I thought maybe 3-3 three, three or something off. like that yeah. at the very most I didn't think they would win 4-0 um, so it was some comeback um, I think from Barca's point of view it was very disappointing in terms of uh, they had set themselves up to be obviously in the final 3-0 victory from the first leg I think there was a few things that went against them I think the manager's lineup, uh, Valverde picked the wrong team in my eyes. Mm. Uh, focusing on obviously, I've had in probably Semedo being a quicker defender in terms of pace going uh, to Anfield, uh, and I just think he's a better defender than Roberto. Mm. I think in recent uh, years too in the Champions League, you've seen Barca go out because of Roberto being at right, right back, mm-hmm. and I think obviously Liverpool seen that from the first leg and they've really pounced on that Absolutely. in the second leg. But yeah, I, I just I think there is definitely a rebuilding job to be done at Barcelona, mm. and uh, I think they need to go and make a big marquee signing in the summer. Mm. I, I know obviously brought in Coutinho. I think he was non-existent in the second leg there against Liverpool. Really, I didn't really he was really get poor. mentioned. Yeah. Um, Despite costing 106 million from <laughs> that very same exactly, team. Exactly, yeah. Well, Swain um, Aldum costs <laughs> nothing possibly yeah. at the time. Uh huh. 
and he, even Aregian that game done brilliantly who ah, rising talent but still you wouldn't expect him to have done what he done uh, but yeah I, f- I think th- the problem for Barcelona is they very much are a one man team in my eyes mm. if Messi doesn't turn up then they oh, don't seem to I turn up I going to say so. Langley there <laughs> who I didn't know existed until the, the leg before I was like who's yeah. this Langley guy is he like Belgium or like does yeah. it to be French come from like Sevilla or something like that mm. but that's the thing is like you look through the team now and there's not as many names as there used to be. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, or standout names, yeah. Yeah, not as many as that. Mm. We're not familiar with the Spanish League anymore because the coverage is like mm. massively sporadic on uh, actual television. Yeah. Uh, so the question I would ask is, is it time to move on from Messi? Uh, I wouldn't say move on from him. I would say it's got a good ring that they to need it, Darren, to... Move on from Messi. <laughs> I've got like t-shirt printing ideas. You got that sorted, that. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't say move on. But I, I think they need to try and bring somebody in so that they can they can be that change of guard. So, for example, change of change of hazard. In, <laughs> uh, in the past, obviously, you had uh, Ronaldinho and Eto. Um, and then Messi was coming through and he took over from mm. Ronaldinho there really needs to be that step change again because Messi is getting to that age now he can't he can't do it by can't win every game by himself um, right. so you need to be looking at the younger talents coming through it might be maybe a I don't know Mbappe or a Rashford or somebody but you need to be getting somebody I wouldn't say more I think he's one of the better younger fans um, but yeah there needs to be somebody in the pipeline well maybe not at Barca but somebody they need to bring in to actually make the difference and be working alongside playing alongside Messi to actually be passing that on and giving a bit of experience, you know. Just buy the Ajax team, <laughs> which is their already. Which is the plan, I think. <laughs> yeah. Who who did they sign uh, for Ajax? Dijon, 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 okay. Dijon joins yeah. in the summer for like fifty yeah. million, which and might be a snip actually now that we yeah. see. Yeah, and I think they're looking to try and bring in another couple if they can. Uh, shift on for delete like, man, delete yeah. or oh, delete uh, delete uh-huh. delete. <laughs> delete the <laughs> season <yes. laughs> I was like, that's interesting um, so yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens in the summer at Barca but fair play to Liverpool I think even if Liverpool brought another couple of people in in the summer mm. and even obviously this year they've still got the Champions League final to look forward to I think that would be a great thing for them after obviously losing the league to Man City there um, <laughs> I think that would be a great thing for Liverpool to go and win the Champions yeah. League and fair play to Tottenham getting to the final but I just think for Liverpool they've only lost one game in the full league season <laughs> I think for them to walk away yeah, to walk away this season without a trophy would be very un- very harsh on them I think Liverpool <laughs> oh, be uh, so. funny. Like, like it would be funny they uh, are the second funny, best team in the world in every yeah. capacity <laughs> Um, um, so. I think you know you do have to rate what Klopp's done to get to two Champions League yeah, finals exactly, consecutively yeah. uh-huh. is a huge thing and it's a fantastic they're a great team to watch mm-hmm. um, and you know some great young talent and stuff like that the thing the, their final Tottenham are obviously as you say a known quantity a quantity that they've beat before they'll be they'll be yeah. fairly confident there Ajax I think would have been an unknown quantity that was the other thing I would have said that that would have been a nice final that especially after knocking out Real Madrid uh, and Juventus so on nobody would have expected at the start of the season that we'd been talking about an Ajax Liverpool final you know maybe even a Tottenham uh, Liverpool final that's true I suppose um, for it would have been a definitely a, a big deal in terms of if we had Ajax in the final it would maybe have been a great footballing story if they had got there but 
Well, it was nice in that. Fair play to Tottenham, last minute winner. It was nice in that they were the exception to the rule. You know, football's uh become so much about money. Man City have bought their way to greatness. And it's interesting in that the two teams that have thrown loads of money at things, you know, PSG, Man City, I'm not saying the other big teams don't throw money at it, but the the ones that have risen up as superpowers haven't really got near the Champions League. That's right, yeah. I think you can argue the strength of the Barcelona and the Real Madrid, which has recently kind of come to fall, interestingly enough. Um, but I think Ajax, I've earned heaps of cash from that. And I do wonder if it'll be a bit like that Monaco syndrome of the team starting to dismantle now. Ah, yeah. Uh, you know, being sold off. But they've proved on a similar-ish budget to Celtic, I think they upped it a bit this year, Yeah, uh-huh. that uh, you don't need money. Uh, and it was a True. real hammer blow seeing that Tottenham yeah. goal. Uh-huh. Uh, who, to be fair, haven't thrown money about left, right and centre either, no, apart they've, from they've on the new well. stadium. Yeah. Um, and look what it's brought. Um, so very interesting there. Also, we have in the the Europa League two English sites, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, which is interesting in that, you know, clubs in the past just didn't care about this competition. <laughs> Although it's where a lot of the European victories came. I think Chelsea have won it mm-hmm. uh, before. Did Man United get to the final and get beat uh, by Benfica or something like that something like, yeah Man United's won it was that a couple of years ago a couple of years I don't, think, uh, years ago? I don't yeah. think Arsenal have ever won it though uh, no but then they have got Emery in there now who's mm. won it three times I think so Europa League special yeah I'd say so yeah so and the the thing for Arsenal, I suppose, is that so you obviously get into the Champions League by winning the Europa League Chelsea's secured a Champions League place in the league so mm-hmm. For Arsenal, it's big deal. Big deal. Big yeah. big deal. I think Must that's win. why they've taken it much more seriously now. Is that it is mm-hmm. one of the only routes to get a Champions League place. Yeah, it'll be interesting going forward with it kind of divulging into Europa League One and Europa League Two. Mm-hmm. Don't think Europa League Two is going to get too much coverage, which is no. where our sides are going to be. Hopefully, yeah. I'd like. But to when see... does that start? Is it? I don't know if it's next season or the season after. Yeah. I think it's the season start after. A couple more. Yeah. yeah, I think it's the season after or next or something. But uh, all the best to. Kilmarnock will probably make it to those <laughs> qualifying stages instead of Aberdeen, depending on the Scottish Cup outcome. I'm not entirely sure how it works. Uh-huh. This is all incredibly complicated <laughs> uh, with different cup spots and who they're awarded to and things like that. Uh, but of course, we've got the absurd uh, ticket prices mm-hmm. for the final. You're paying upwards naturally without any you know, scalp inflation or anything like that of... Uh, £500 for a Champions League final ticket. It's crazy, yeah. Uh-huh. I presume it's not too different for the Europa League. Um, if you can actually get a ticket with, well, with how limited tickets there is. And if you can even get out there either. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so I think 16000 for the Champions League final. Eight? Yeah. Eight, I'm sure Seven it was for the fans. For the yeah. Europa League final? Crazy. What's that? With, sta- with stadiums that can take like 60000 or something. Absolutely mental. I mean, I kind of get it because the amount of sponsorship that goes into these competitions. Yeah, like, yeah. I just, I, I think if you were a fan of the clubs, um, you would just be totally mm. devastated that you're not being given the chance to actually go to the game. You know, I, t- I don't think many competitions work like this, but sadly, it's just so commercialized. Yeah. Um, hopefully, we'd see a change because it, it's very much like uh, you know the old form derby we saw today with like a tiny amount of Celtic fans and it does take something from the atmosphere yeah, um, yeah. you know 16,000 fans are never going to match you know what could have been like 30,000 that's true uh, yeah. fans so I think it, it's a football's loss there 
Uh, but I don't see it changing anytime soon because once you've let it happen, I don't think so. No, no. It's a shame though because at the end of the day, football is for the fans, basically. Isn't it? So it's so romantic. You're <laughs> very true. It's true though. Um, as far as the ticket prices are concerned, are the travel costs as well? They need to look at something with the people that are bidding to host these events mm. and say you will need to provide as a city X amount of accommodation at X price. I think that's incredibly difficult to yeah, enforce, uh-huh. particularly with flights and things like that. Uh, I think it's even really hard to get to the Europa League final this year. And Azerbaijan. Yeah, I Were think. Were direct flights? Uh, I did see something like that, yeah. I would have so. thought there might have been... Uh, so that's that's going to be complicated in the first place and then obviously if you were going to the Champions League final you'll be paying loads of money just to get there and then obviously you're probably going to struggle to get a ticket it's at such short notice uh-huh, yeah. um, it makes it incredibly challenging but there's no harm uh, of any Scottish teams being involved anytime so <laughs> I think we'll have to live off that Rangers um, and the, one, the Celtic one a bit earlier for uh, quite some time um, before we move on though mm-hmm. Again, talking about formats, is that Ajax were particularly prominent in the knockout stages. Yes. I yeah. thought. And I thought the knockout format gives teams like that more of a chance. You know, would Tottenham have knocked Man City out in the group stages, for example? Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think they would have. Because Man City did. Probably not, no. Shown their sort of strength. Tottenham seemed to get better as the season went on, yeah. Well, and I think, you know, there's a bit more unpredictability with like knockouts. What I propose mm. ditch the group stages. Because nobody cares. Like, <laughs> I literally only cared about the Champions League as of when Liverpool scored that fourth goal. Uh-huh. And, like, my dad was going crazy. And that's <laughs> the only reason I then watched the Tottenham game the yeah. night after. I think it's been a great Champions League this season. I think so. you're wrong. You're just... ah, I think it's been great. I've enjoyed it. Comment below. <laughs> Team Darren, keep group stages. Team Paul, entire knockout. Total <laughs> carnage. I, I think, no, I see where you're coming from, right? But at the same Shakhtar time, Shakhtar Donetsk think... win the whole thing. <laughs> I think guarantee it. Guarantee it. <laughs> I think it would take a wee bit away from like the start of the tournament because you obviously get to play teams twice and hey, obviously teams and like who always get knocked no, which out which is good for the can't. smaller teams because obviously they're getting the opportunity to play their teams yeah, I suppose, uh, so and I, they might get knocked out straight away you know, yeah so. yeah true if you do get knocked out straight away and my yeah. theory assumes that smaller teams <laughs> are instantly going to knock out bigger teams, which is not going to necessarily happen. Yeah. Ah, but it's, it's a brisk at all. <laughs> that's that's why these playoff games and things are interesting. Like, yeah, that's nobody true. cares about the entire English league season. As soon as the playoffs are on, you know, we were in the pub <laughs> on Saturday. Yeah, Saturday, yeah. So on telly, everyone's like glued, they're betting on it. <laughs> uh, come on, Leeds. Oh, come on, Charlton. Uh, Charlton, ah, yeah, they got Levin a took my win kit the down day, from yeah. the display. I 2 1 against Doncaster. Mm. Uh, John Brown, hopefully reporting from Wembley soon mm. uh, on the final there. <laughs> Touch wood. Uh, okay, so differing opinions there. It's very interesting. Anyway, <laughs> on that note, a uh, little bit of a quiz this week. Shh, shh, can't be bothered cueing the music, so I don't think, right, okay. don't think it changes anything. <laughs> Causes me more edi- editing headaches after. Uh, my quiz this week is, was it the League One... Uh, playoff semi-finals or right. was it the Champions League semi-finals right. okay yeah. which of these teams were involved in those fixtures okay. essentially or, or are tied to these facts so which ties had more shots taken do you think it was the League 1 or the Champions League more shots more taken more shots uh, go for League 1 uh, League 1 19 which was the lowest total of the three oh, games was it? Oh, right, okay. uh, Liverpool had 21 which was pretty close uh-huh. Tottenham had 40 40 between them and Ajax they had 40 shots there you go oh, that's a surprise uh, so zero points there uh, in which <laughs> fixture 
did the announcer plug his own television show? Uh, oh, right. So, yes, just came back to me. So, that would have been League One. Right? That would have been League One. You care to explain <laughs> what happened there, Darren? Uh, so, I can't remember his name. You probably know his name. Uh, but... Craig Telfer. Yeah, Craig Telfer. Uh, from A View from Terrace, plugged uh, during the team lineups. Uh, <laughs> after talking about, I think it was Christian Nadia, actually. It was. He said, You can find him on uh, View from the Terrace. Available uh, now his, on his the BBC iPlayer. player. Yeah, yes. <laughs> It's a great show, guys. Get tuned in. Uh, which was fun. It's it a good plug. Yeah, we thought it was pretty good. To hear Craig's voice over the tannoy. Yeah. Um, he wasn't shy in expressing his views. No, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, coming off as, you know, number 16, da da da. Oh, you're taking that. Because <laughs> as he was dawdling off, because Annan were time wasting from six minutes. Uh-huh. I think we yeah. counted. But he literally was like, what are you doing? <laughs> which was nice to it see was that quite honesty. Funny, yeah. uh, a bit of a refreshing announcer there. Um, so, this fixture, the next question, contains mm-hmm. a team which have been consecutive cup holders for 13 years. Uh, so, holders for 13 years. Uh, Champions League then? League no. One. Was it League One? No. And an Athletic won the qualifying Cup South oh, really? in 2006, and that was the last time that competition was played. Ah, so, right, they okay. continued to hold uh, this competition because it... Uh, so this was uh, to qualify for the Scottish Cup. Ah, right, okay. And, I've only uh, got that. Uh, aye. <laughs> uh, next few things. Uh, a team in this fixture convinced a player to re-sign by offering them an opportunity to play in a European final. A European Or to final. be at a European final, sorry. To be at a European final. I've maybe given that away. <laughs> I don't know. No, I'm not sure. Uh Oh, I'll just go Champions League, I'm not sure. League One. Is it League One? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, these I are, thought that, I was going to say that, but then... These are not. deliberately here to yeah. trip you up. <laughs> uh, Annan offered uh, Chris Jardin, player I don't Chris know, Jardin. a ticket to the Rangers against Zenit St. Petersburg match All right, okay. in an effort to re-sign him, and he agrees. All right, okay. I don't know how they got a hold of uh, one of those tickets for the Manchester final. There's something I didn't know. Uh, just as we mentioned that, so that was quite funny. I've already said the Canada Goose fact, so I can't say it. <laughs> So, uh, in one of these fixtures, a goalkeeper for the one of these teams was offered a fee to fix a match. League a One or Champions fee League? To fix a match. Uh, I feel like that's went on in the Champions League before, but l- let's go for League One. You're correct in what you say. <laughs> I couldn't find any proof of like Tottenham, Liverpool, Barcelona <laughs> match fixing. Although, so there was a lot of speculation about those two games in particular <laughs> being fixed. A lot of. Um, I was thinking like Italian clubs or so. I don't know. Well, yeah, no, the goalkeeper, uh, Joe Shorts, I think right. it was, uh, was offered £50 against Broxburn Just in the, the sort of early 1900s, so it would have been a lot of money. Oh, right, okay. And uh, they won the match 6-2, mm. so it wasn't thrown at all. <laughs> and a bookie in Bainsford, of all places, was Bainsford. jailed uh, for such things. Bainsford, brilliant. So that was, uh, that was an interesting fact. So well done, Darren. You scored two out of four. Two out of four. In my impromptu quiz, it's hard. It was quite hard to find facts. Yeah. Because uh-huh. I was trying to find more on like Barcelona and stuff, but when you type mm. in like facts about Barcelona, you find really boring facts. Right, about, okay. You know, yeah. They play yeah. at the Camp Nou. I was like, oh, do they? Really? Wow. <laughs> They're know based that. in Catalonia. <laughs> wow. You know. Although I did see that they changed their name for a period of time. What Barcelona? Uh, yes. In the sort of early seventies or something, there was an anti-Catalonian regime. Oh yeah, I thought it'd be something to do with Catalonia. They weren't allowed over, but they changed their back, yeah. so it's fine. They were also founded by a Swiss man. All oh, right, okay. News to me. Mm. So, who changed his name to be more Spanish to be more easier to pronounce? <laughs> there we go. So there you go. Uh, facts right. about uh, Barcelona. Good stuff. And mm. Cool. Anyway, 
Uh, what else happens in Scottish football this week? Uh, well, we had the old firm. You remember the, who the old firm? Is that Dundee United <laughs> and Aberdeen? Inverness and Ross County? Is that who it plays? Is that, is that where you go? Falkirk and Fermanagh. That won't happen next season. <laughs> Neither will Falkirk Steady, actually. This is the gun down. Yes. Rangers yes. against Celtic. Did you watch the game, Darren? I did, yes. Uh-huh. We could tell it was, was going to go after two minutes. Yeah, Rangers were simply the best, I suppose you could oh. say. <laughs> oh. oh, gosh. I can see you clapping away when they play that song out of the tunnels. Oh. Uh, yeah, they were pa- much better. Pun, but yeah, no, they were. They were, they were the better team today. Um, really, from the start to the finish, really, I'd say. Celtic completely didn't turn up to this fixture. No. Um, you know, Brown, who's usually very involved, was really struggling. And I, th- I thought, mm. you know, people like Arfield, and Arfield had a tremendous game. I thought he was great, yeah. He uh, scored a fantastic individual mm. goal. Nice um, build-up to that goal. Kamara done well. And Defoe, actually, nice wee, just left the ball for... Everybody involved. But I think, you know, he's kind of met Arfield. his match with some of these players. Yeah. Uh-huh. Before he could go about asserting his dominance, because he was a lot better than some of the yeah. players he was playing against. But I think... You know, today they were just up for it mm. in every way, shape, and form. You know, Celtic looked lethargic. They kept being pressured off the ball. The ball kept going back to the keeper. I yeah. stopped watching after the second goal went in because that was mm-hmm. that was shutters at that point. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think from a Celtic perspective, I've been really disappointed with their new signings this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, that's been pretty poor. Burke has been. Yeah, nerfed. he was really poor. Yeah. He's done him. okay, yeah, I know, yeah. In the past, I thought he was going to be the next big talent, but he was okay when he first went to Celtic. Mm. But he's just got worse, gradually worse. Good I feel, man. and he was terrible today. Jeremy Tolian as well. I'm mm. a bit like, and I also think Tierney's been pretty quiet this season. Yeah, well, he wasn't in the game today, and uh, I think it was Forrest wasn't playing today. No, yeah, it was Forrest. Big, big hit. Um, so they two, uh, they were saying that they had injuries. Don't know if that was true or not, but obviously, for Celtic's point of view. It, Obviously, it's an old fun game, but at the same time, they might not have taken it as seriously as what Rangers would have taken it. But at the end of the day, I think they still would have wanted to get a draw. And for Neil Lennon's point of view, I think he would have wanted to get a score there because if he, obviously, after that result, I think he's in a sticky wicket, really. I, I don't think I don't think he'll be getting the job now. I so. mean, you win the Scottish Cup, you get the treble treble. I don't think there's many managers out there, apart from Jose Mourinho, um, which was the big story this yeah, week. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> can't even can't see that happening. That. I mean, if he's really got nothing to do. Um, uh, I don't know, Neil Lennon very much splits opinion. I don't want to dwell on Celtic too long, because <laughs> obviously you know, Rangers were fantastic. But, yeah. Um, I think he will get the job. Do you think? Yeah. I think so. It was interesting, like, five Villas Boas. It's yeah. a bit of a risk. Uh-huh. They didn't do that well with Tottenham. I don't know how well he did with Zenit and co. Hmm. Yeah, another Porto manager, wasn't he? he was like yeah, he was, ne- yeah, that's he was where he started, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, you know, having seen what Ajax has done, they'll be looking to do the same. Mm-hmm. Sadly, the pool of talent is not as good here as it is in Holland. Yeah. Even though the best player they ever produced was Danish and Christian Eriksen, mm-hmm. which I got mixed up. I was like, <laughs> oh, he practically grew up there. He's Danish. I was like, okay, well, he didn't practically grow up there. <laughs> um, So I will wait and see how that goes. I think if they beat Hearts, which is... I yeah, think. I I think both teams will not really worry about the game, <sighs> the last league game of the season. I think it will all be about the Scottish Cup final, obviously. But I, I, I can't see Celtic losing that Scottish Cup final, but no. I think uh, it would be interesting to see if Neil Lennon gets the job or not, because I don't I don't particularly think they've done that well since Neil Lennon's went back there. 
I feel like the team's got worse and he's been changing the team a lot since Brendan's left, obviously. But I think but the team were getting worse under Brendan. Well, anyway. yeah, a bit of that too, I suppose. And he's not had a chance to assert his dominance. And you might see Florian Camberry signing for them in the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's a bit of a pun. Um, so it'll be interesting to see. Anyway, <laughs> Rangers. Rangers, yes. I think... There's not really much to comment defensively today. I thought Fodgeringham no. did a good enough job. It was interesting to see him come back in. Mm-hmm. He's a fantastic goalkeeper. I think he'll be away in the summer. Uh, probably. Yeah. yeah. There's too many on the books there. Yeah. Uh, but I think the main thing was just the attacking prowess mm-hmm. today and the amount of pressure they were regularly. It's just a really energetic I, I still think uh, Goldson and uh, Katic. Is it Katic? Katic. Yeah, Katic. I think they're they two as centre-backs, I think that's their best two centre-back pairing, really. They started with that at the start of the season then kind of went away from it. They brought in Warrell, obviously. Yeah, a lot but people I'm not a big fan of Warrell, really. A lot of people called for Katic to come back into the squad. Yeah, uh-huh. Um, but aye, he's obviously proven his worth there. And, and the midfield looked solid today. Davis, been brilliant for them. Jack and Arfield was the standout man today, I felt. Uh, and Defoe, I think because he's had a good run of games now, Defoe, he's looking okay, brilliant. Right. He was really good against Hearts, I've seen him at that game. Um, and then today, I thought he was really good, really mm. matched Didn't up. score, though. I know, yeah, but he was, was really involved in the game. He was still in the game and good chances. I think his long-range shots are a wee bit wayward for someone that's got such a, yeah. an aura about them. Uh. It'll be interesting to see if he uh, returns mm. next season. Because uh, was it an eighteen month loan deal? Or? Oh, maybe it was. I think it was. Okay, yeah. so well, <laughs> he will return. I think we'll see him. I think it was. Don't but quote you know, me on that. But. Whether he would want to push Morelos a bit more, whether Morelos stays beyond the summer as well. Depending. That will be the interesting one. I, personally, I think they should get rid of Morelos, and if they get a, a bid of say ten million from Marseille, I think was the rumor this week, or Real Betis, mm-hmm. I think they should take it and try and get another striker in with what? that money. That's the interesting thing, you know. I was thinking to myself that now is the time you know next season if you wanted to win the league mm-hmm. as a non-rangers or celtic team yeah now's the time to go and do it because the as a combined entity i think celtic are at their weakest mm-hmm. for a long time i think rangers are getting stronger yeah, but getting maybe stronger, don't yeah. quite have the depth that they mm-hmm. do in the celtic squad i was thinking to myself right if you put together like an spfl all-star team could you beat rangers and celtic <laughs> the answer I came back with was no no yeah at which point I thought, how much money would it take? And see if you spent it's ten. A fair point, yeah. If you spent ten million pounds sensibly, now mm. if they got ten million for Romero's, you don't get ten million to spend. I'm aware that isn't uh-huh. the case. Yeah. Gerard's been sniffing about some interesting people. He was in France last week speaking to some defenders and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, defenders are really boring as signings. <laughs> like, like, yay, we got a defender. Everyone. I do think they need to move a bit of Deadwood if they want to go and win the league. Yeah, definitely. Um, They've got a lot of people on that. Ian, today I was looking at that bench and I was thinking there is a couple of players they need to just get rid of now, mm-hmm. probably. Um, it, it's, the interesting ones will be like your Daniel Candaces, so on. Will, will they actually keep them? Do they think that they've done their job now or whatever? Because that, that will be the difference next mm-hmm. season, I think. It will be strength and depth of the squad. Um, if Rangers have a good bench there that can be bringing on people that will obviously make a difference in the game mm-hmm. that could be the difference next season because most times not in recent seasons that's been the difference for Celtic too oh, they've, they've had that squad which we understand why they've got that squad um, with their success in recent years but that's where Rangers need to go and I think the Rangers point of view this would be the season you'd say right as to your point there mm-hmm. this is the season that you'd go and put that money in and say right we're going to actually go for it Good this year and obviously 
interrupt this if Celtic are going okay. to keep their trend going the wrong direction then they, they might but then you never know Celtic might go and sign a couple of good signings in the summer they might be back to where they are but you can only hope that there's going to be a sort of great challenge again next season uh, and hopefully the teams either further down the league like obviously Aberdeen and Kamarnock they could push again but there could be a lot of changes there too it could be Derek McInnes leaves could be Steve Clark leaves you never know so. yeah, well, that, I think that's a big factor uh, for a lot of those guys and they would need to watch as well you know Stephen Gerrard doesn't get picked off in the near future because that's yeah. it's a very attractive uh, yeah, name I think if uh, Klopp leaves in the next year or so that could be a big move for Stephen Gerrard but I is mean, that too big a move for him you never know it's quite early yeah. and we all know that this is a training ground for to see uh-huh you know when he's going to be lip, lip uh, manager. almost not if <laughs> um, at this point I think a lot of it hinges as well you're talking about Candéas mm. Candéas yeah Candéas Candéas <laughs> sounds very rude something you'd say in an evening club um, <laughs> I'm off traffic I, I think Candéas is a very good player yeah I believe uh, Ryan Kent is an excellent player yeah definitely and it'll be interesting to see what he decides in the summer because mm. He's not a million miles away from being in that Liverpool team in the future. Uh-huh, you know, he's yeah. got that ability. He's in got that, that ability, yeah. And the cost to bring him back for Rangers. Well, yeah. I think it'd be well worth it for a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll we'll see. Um, Tavernier as well, you know, has done his service. Mm-hmm. Does he have a hankering to do it in the English leagues? I know there's uh, mm-hmm. a few sort of championships. There must sides. be teams interested in him. His first goal of the day was weird. Oh, it was. I know that. Uh, that was just. I think that was just poor on Celtic's part, really. Yeah, but I think Bain was naff the day. Like he looks really uncomfortable. Really yeah, shaky. Uh, I mean, brilliant cross. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah from Tavernier, no, no taking that or, or shot. Shot. Yeah, cross shot. Who knows? It was, it was a great goal, but it's still like it was caused enough it confusion. And it must have been a miserable day for a Celtic fan to be sat in the corner of that ground. Yeah, because uh-huh. yeah, they were absolutely buzzing. And as I say, we are uh, not going to hear the end of it until the summer uh-huh, uh, or yeah. after the summer when the next <laughs> old firm game was uh, so every, everyone ends on a high Celtic won the league Rangers are happy they go to Kilmarnock next week that should be an interesting uh, game fingers crossed to stop them getting third <laughs> and stopping Aberdeen's Europa League place which they're yeah, desperate who is it for. Aberdeen play then so that'll be uh, Hibernian uh, is that away or is that I think that's at Easter yeah I think yeah. so yeah so yeah. it was interesting because last season the game at Easter Road finished 5-5 five, five, that's true actually yeah something like that yeah. Aberdeen won to take the second spot off uh-huh, Rangers that's yeah. kind of recessed a bit as we would expect I think it would be a great way to end Graham Shinney's reign to finish third true. Yeah. and at the same thing I think it would be a humongous achievement for Kilmarnock to finish third and you mm-hmm. know uh, Steve Clark would deserve millions of pounds yeah he's, uh, he's done a great job there. brilliant job uh, so yep something to watch for mm-hmm. last time I remember I was at Pataudry in 2013 when Motherwell came on the last day and basically whoever yep. won got second <laughs> I saw the Motherwell fans posting the other day about the, the player that got the goal I forget who it was um, on that day and like glorifying you know the guy that got a second oh, right, yeah. he freaking close hanged Jamie Langfield <laughs> like completely careered across him didn't blow up for a foul and they cheated their way to second and yes I'm mm. still bitter about it <laughs> I can tell still bitter <laughs> um Elsewhere as well, we had some news at Falkirk this week. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. Based on our, uh, obviously, our season review from last week, if you haven't listened already, be sure to check it out. Thank you for the very positive reaction. Apart from that one person that disliked it on YouTube, I'd like to 
personally meet them and uh, discuss that with them. Um, but, you know, very good reaction there. Margaret Lang obviously saw the video and uh-huh. felt the need to step down. Um, she's still at the club, though, isn't she? I think she's still yeah, at the club. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Which, you know, I think it's a fair decision. Yeah. Um, and a whole host of players have uh, left in various manners of disgrace <laughs> and unhappiness. Four players or something left in the books. Yeah, and some <laughs> of the four players they quoted were like... <laughs> That development league uh, player that we've seen for five minutes are. that one game exactly. I was like, that's a that's a quote. Um, and some people don't know where they're at, so yeah, uh, you know, signing up an athletics entire side if they if they don't <laughs> progress, perhaps <laughs> uh, might be an idea there. Also, Chris Boyd is on the market for a new team. Oh, I did hear that. Yeah, I heard uh, that today actually. Looks like he's going to. He's been in talks with Partick Thistle. All right, okay. to go for the combined pundit strike force of himself <laughs> and Scott McDonald. If they could convince Chris Commons to come back, you know, Michael Stewart in the midfield, <laughs> Stephen Thompson out on the wide, because <laughs> uh, he clearly doesn't know what he's doing with a microphone. Uh, <laughs> if you saw that gift from sort of Ross County a few weeks back, uh, so that'll be interesting to see. Uh, I don't think any major rumours about Rangers and Celtic. Uh, not at the moment, but I'm sure there'll be a lot to come. Averaging yeah. looking at Pavel Safranco, oh, uh, Dundee United uh, striker, which is the most baffling thing. Yeah, so that would be a strange one. Scored less goals than Shankland and Dobie by a long way, mm. but they're still interesting. <laughs> Along with Curtis Main, who's been kind of tapped up, uh, which is interesting because mm. he's probably not as good as Louis Moult. I don't know how well Louis Moult's doing at Preston. Yeah, don't think that great, but uh, I know I'm he's being sure. held back by they bought Jaden Stockley, ironically, another former Aberdeen player. Uh-huh, yeah, smashing yeah. them in for Exeter. I think it's doing all right there. Uh, uh, somebody must sign uh, Shankland this summer, though. I don't know who it'll be, but I think uh, Pre- Sunderland Premiership team or somebody. Sunderland and Swansea was. Oh, is that right? Uh, all right, okay. So I moved down. There. down I think uh, Sunderland have a very interesting time at the moment. I don't know what their result was against Portsmouth in the playoff. Hmm. Uh, Sunderland one 0 did they? Okay. One now, yeah. Good. Uh, yeah. Got a man sent off actually. Did they? Yeah, one yeah. now. Uh, uh, Morgan like was playing Jack that Ross. game. Huh? I'd Lewis like Morgan. to see Jack Ross go up there. So I think that'd be an interesting move. Swansea a little bit safer there already in the championship. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, a few Scottish players already playing their trade quite well there. Mm. Uh, so that Le- be... League One final could be interesting. Sunderland versus Charlton maybe. So, oh, who Fingers we, crossed. Who would we root for? <laughs> I mean, we have visited Charlton. I know exactly. Yeah. I think I'd have to root for Charlton. Charlton, uh, I think I would too. I enjoyed their day at Charlton, it was good. Yeah. At the same time, you'd uh, obviously the Scottish connection with Sunderland, um, yeah, Jack Ross. But we're and never going to go down and Lewis see Morgan, but yeah. No, I, I think that would be some final at Wembley. That'd be well, that's the thing, Darren. We are addicted to League One playoff <laughs> semi finals. So let's go one that's better what, that's what we're and go to the English final. <laughs> and we'll be like, yes, we're actually League One playoff connoisseurs. Hello. You might have heard of You might recognise us. You might have heard of Anon Athletic. They won the Scottish Qualifying Cup in uh, 2013 <laughs> or 2008 or whatever it was. Um, <laughs> anywho, anywho, I think. Uh, that about rounds us up for this week. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so thank you very much for joining me. Yes. I uh, hope you guys Thanks, have enjoyed. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe. It helps us a lot. Don't dislike that one person from last week. <laughs> I am on to you. Uh, we are also available on YouTube, Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, any other podcasting service. There is absolutely no excuse. Uh, season review will be coming up uh, very soon for all the different leagues. So if you would uh, write in suggestions of anything you would like us to talk about there, and we will try and include those. Anyway, on that note, have a good evening, a good afternoon, and a good morning. Bye-bye.